Grace in Full, the podcast. Hey, welcome to Grace in Full. This is Nick, and this week is going to be part two of Grace in Ministry, where we talk about uh, my experiences growing up, learning to let grace rule in ministry, and how I got to that point. And maybe this is something you can relate to, whether you're in ministry or just in church, and you know that sometimes we have to deal with people who are difficult to deal with, and we need to learn to let God's grace express through us. So that's what we're going to talk about today. But first, I just want to let you know that you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'd appreciate if you go and follow me so you can get all the content and updates from there. And now here is the rest of that episode. So growing up, it was very, there was a struggle of, you know, I was rebellious. I didn't like what they were teaching. And when a conflict arose, I would say, all right, I'm done. And I remember one time I left and went to another church and I thought that would make things all better. And uh, if, if you've ever been in churches or involved in ministry, you know that that didn't make anything better. It was just the same thing in a different, situ- uh, different atmosphere, different surroundings. Well, I was there for a few months, and then I left uh, there and came back to uh, my home church, and I wanted to start being on the praise team again. And they said, well, that's fine, but uh, you're going to have to come to Wednesday nights for like a month before you're allowed to play again. And I said, well, that's stupid. I mean, that's that that's not showing grace. I mean, that's not uh, treating us in the same grace. I mean, I understand, uh, hey, you left, and maybe, uh, why don't you come and be here for a couple, why don't you wait a couple weeks before you start? This was like, you have to be here and show up for the next month, I guess, to prove loyalty. Never really... Uh, clarified that. And then after that month, I was allowed to play on the praise team, but I could not uh, lead again. And what that brought was um, a situation where there was conflict between me and the music minister who was also leading for the youth. Uh, I don't even remember the Specifics, but I do know that one Wednesday night we showed up with all our stuff. I showed up with all my uh, guitar and pedals and everything and said, uh, You're not allowed to play this week or t- tonight. We're not playing tonight. We said, Why? Uh, because you upset so and so. We'll call him Bob. So I said, Okay, that's really stupid. You can see the rebellion there. Uh, that was my opinion was, um, That's stupid. That's really dumb. I mean, and in my head, I'm thinking, what a baby. I mean, he got his feelings hurt by some teenagers. He's an adult, grown adult, by the way. He got his feelings hurt, and now we're not allowed to play. And I thought that was very stupid. Um, but about halfway through the youth night, or the, the youth service, um, I realized, you know what? To make this better, I don't care if I think it's stupid. I am going to go apologize to him and see what's going on. And plus, I don't really like what this youth pastor is talking about tonight I I think it's kind of dumb also and I'm kind of mad at him still so I'm just going to go ahead and leave and go down to the choir room and apologize where I was immediately stopped and demanded 
to return back to the youth group by the youth pastor's wife. And I said, no, 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 you don't understand. I'm, I'm going to go apologize. I, you know, I really feel like I need to do that. No. It wasn't, oh, that's really nice. That's really fine. You can do that after. No. She said, no, you're not going to do that. You need to go back. And as soon as someone told me I need to do something, I said, uh, no. No, I don't. So uh, that right there was the conflict that sent me saying, okay, I'm, I'm done with this. Um, I, I was there for, for until, until, yeah, until graduation. That was probably my sophomore year. And uh, thankfully that youth pastor didn't last very long. We got a different youth pastor and he was much better. But this kind of thing was what I was seeing a lot was it's not really going my way and I have good intentions, but I'm acting through the rebellion the rebellious part of grace, you know, rebelling against the tradition of churches, right? Well, over the last few years, I've been involved in different churches, different um, worship teams, and the last time at this last church I was at, I had the opportunity to just be the lead guitarist. I, I just played the electric guitar. I didn't um, have to carry the band, so to speak. I mean, it was a full band, drummer, piano, bass, acoustic guitar, singers. Uh, that's all I did was play the guitar. And through that time, I had the opportunity to really let the Holy Spirit teach me to sit back, be humble, and follow the leadership. Say, okay, this guy is the worship leader, and I don't agree with things he does. I don't like some of the things he does. But it's not my job, and I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to fix it. And I don't like uh, how this drummer plays, but th- I, I'm a guest here, honestly. The worship leader was a friend, and they said he said, we need a guitar player. And I said, okay, cool. I'll come and play. So this second go around so to speak of being involved in a ministry being involved in a worship team ministry uh i finally got to experience and taste just a little bit of the compassionate loving side if you will of grace and letting grace rule see earlier i was letting myself rule. I was looking at grace saying, grace teaches this, you're teaching this, you're wrong. And then I was acting out. Flip over to now, it's grace teaches compassion. Grace teaches no expectations. Grace teaches love and understanding and patience. So I'm going to do that, right? I'm going to let grace rule and express let Christ express himself and extend grace to others through me rather than me doing it. And something I look at when it comes to ministry is that we are um, leaders. Um, if you're a ministry, it doesn't matter if you're a pastor, a Sunday school teacher, youth leader, whatever you are, even just a volunteer. You are a leader and you deal with church members and team members. 
and we should not set high expectations. We should strive for excellence. What is the difference? Well, the difference is, of course, we want to do as good as we can. Of course, we want to do uh, our best. But sometimes our best doesn't mean that you play the drums like the guy from Hillsong or Passion or whatever. Sometimes your best means, well, I play the bass and I pluck along with everybody in in tune and in time. And that's the best you're going to get, right? And so we strive for excellence. And if you if you do your best, rather than setting an expectation on your team or on your fellow team members, then you're able to show grace to them when, when because they don't meet. There's not a standard for them to meet. Also, things like um, being patient and saying, hey, I know that you messed up, but I'm not going to hold that against you. I'm not going to retaliate against you. Um, things like that. Because that's what God does for us. He doesn't punish us. He doesn't retaliate. Um, he doesn't worry about what other people will think. Well, you know, uh, if, if, if I let you get away with that sin, so-and-so will be mad, you know, or whatever. I mean, what does that have to do with anything? No. God says, oh, that's already taken care of. That's already been paid for. That's not who you are. That's not who your identity is. You are in Christ, covered by his sacrifice. There's nothing you can do to earn more or to be more holy because anything you do is filthy rags, as the Bible verse says. You know, our righteousness is is nothing to God. So that's just something to think about. And um, it's something I'm still learning, uh, something that uh, the next step in ministry is going to be learning to uh, lead and interact with with grace and let grace rule, let the Holy Spirit um, teach me more, to be more understanding, be more patient, rather than um, being a perfectionist and being, uh, you know, <clears throat> high-charged with emotion and passion. Um, yeah, I can be passionate, but don't let that be your uh, driving factor, you know. Um, you're very passionate about this. Well, that's fine. Be passionate about this, but don't expect others to be passionate as well. Let your passion inspire others, right? Rather than, it, that's something I, I remember I used to do that. I, I would be mad that, why, why is this person not as excited about worship as I am? Why is this person not as excited about uh, learning this in the Bible? Well, not everyone's the same. I mean, why would you expect someone to have the same passions and hobbies as yourself? I've just learned that, and like I said, I'm just learning it. I'm beginning to learn it and beginning to act on it and beginning to um, activate that in dealing with people. And I, I see that when it comes to dealing with others, like I said last week, we talked about it with celebrities. We shouldn't hold celebrities to such a high esteem that when they fall, 
you know, we let them fall really hard from their pedestal that we put them on. Well, we shouldn't do that with others either. We shouldn't hold people to such a high level of expectations, whether it's behavior, whether it's, you know, good works, or, you know, you should love to read the Bible and you should love to worship, uh, listen to worship songs. Um, well, just because you think that's what what we should do as Christians, there's nothing wrong with it, but there's also nothing wrong with not doing that 24-7, right? We shouldn't hold people to our expectations of what we think Christianity is, what we think it should look like, and what we think they should do because they are Christian. We extend the same grace that God extends to us. We are not held to an expectations uh, of God. We are not set in a works-based righteousness. Everything is by grace through faith. And so let us consider to hold each other to that same degree. To say, hey, you messed up. That's okay. That's just fine because you have been paid for you have been forgiven you are a saint you have a new identity and you are free to live an perfectly imperfect life well that's it for today's episode thank you for listening i hope that it was relatable to you be sure to share this with your friends Find me on Facebook at Grace and Full Podcast and Twitter at Grace and Full. And you can visit the website for more content, graceinfull.com.